Algorithmic Black Swans, by Noam Colt. From biased lending algorithms to chatbots that spew violent hate speech, AI systems already pose many risks to society. While policymakers have a responsibility to tackle pressing issues of algorithmic fairness, privacy, and accountability, they also have a responsibility to consider broader, longer-term risks from AI technologies. In public health, climate science, and financial markets, anticipating and addressing societal-scale risks is crucial. As the COVID-19 pandemic demonstrates, overlooking catastrophic tail events, or black swans, is costly. The prospect of automated systems manipulating our information environment, distorting societal values, and destabilizing political institutions is increasingly palpable. At present, it appears unlikely that market forces will address this class of risks. Organizations building AI systems do not bear the costs of diffuse societal harms and have limited incentive to install adequate safeguards. Meanwhile, regulatory proposals such as the White House AI Bill of Rights and the European Union AI Act primarily target the immediate risks from AI, rather than broader, longer-term risks. To fill this governance gap, this article offers a roadmap for algorithmic preparedness, a set of five forward-looking principles to guide the development of regulations that confront the prospect of algorithmic black swans and mitigate the harms they pose to society. Introduction On November 30, 2022, OpenAI released ChatGPT, an AI chatbot that can engage in human-like dialogue and perform a diverse range of tasks. The chatbot, developed by one of the world's leading AI research labs, can write essays and emails, generate and debug computer code, and explain concepts in physics and philosophy. Within two months of its release, ChatGPT amassed 100 million users. The underlying technology, which has countless applications, is anticipated to become as widespread and influential as search engines and smartphones. But transformative technologies like ChatGPT have a dark underbelly. The model powering OpenAI's chatbot is trained on vast quantities of text scraped from the internet, as well as feedback from human crowd workers. As a result of patterns in these data, the chatbot can amplify harmful biases, including by generating violent hate speech and producing discriminatory hiring algorithms. In addition, tools like ChatGPT routinely provide users with inaccurate and misleading responses, which could pollute or systematically manipulate our information environment. Some of these harms have already materialized. Stack Overflow, a popular online forum for computer programmers, explained that while answers produced by ChatGPT appear reliable, they are often erroneous. Given the ease of generating enormous quantities of these answers, and the platform's inability to vet the quality of answers on a case-by-case -case basis, Stack Overflow judged the risk unacceptably high and decided to ban all answers generated by ChatGPT. This incident is a canary in a coal mine. Society is likely to face a host of new challenges as programmers, journalists, business leaders, and politicians increasingly use AI systems that appear competent but are fundamentally untrustworthy. Due to the unprecedented scale at which systems like ChatGPT operate, the resulting harms will be widespread. For example, automated systems that interact with millions of people could subtly manipulate societal values and even influence the outcomes of political processes. Computer scientists identify two reasons why these risks are likely to intensify. First, more competent AI systems are not necessarily more trustworthy. For example, a recent study found that more powerful models have a greater tendency to produce responses that reinforce a user's own preferences and, thereby, bolster ideological echo chambers. Second, despite these concerns, users are increasingly willing to deploy AI systems in high-stakes settings. 
While potentially beneficial, these applications can backfire. For instance, tools developed to automate drug discovery can be repurposed to design chemical weapons. Meanwhile, malfunctioning AI systems that control critical infrastructure or administer access to essential services could have disastrous consequences. Societal risks on this scale are known as black swans. Nassim Taleb, who popularized the term in his study of financial crises, describes black swans as unexpected extreme impact events, that is, highly consequential risks that are difficult to predict ex ante but easy to explain in hindsight. Examples in the context of financial markets, public health, and geopolitics include the 2008 Great Recession, the COVID-19 global pandemic, and Russia's 2022 invasion of Ukraine, respectively. This article explores another class of high-impact societal risk, arising from the widespread adoption of unsafe AI technology, algorithmic black swans. These high-impact risks from AI are hard to predict because technological progress is hard to predict. The field of AI is characterized by sudden, often unexpected developments. Quantitative changes can lead to qualitatively different capabilities. For example, building larger models and using larger datasets have enabled AI systems to translate between languages, produce photorealistic images, and answer bar exam questions. Just as these capabilities can emerge without warning, ethical and social harms can occur suddenly and in surprising contexts. For instance, text generation tools can produce toxic outputs in response to seemingly benign inputs. AI systems can also pursue goals that are different from, and even antithetical to, societal interests, giving rise to the so-called alignment problem. Misaligned AI systems have already caused grave harm in criminal justice, healthcare, and other sensitive settings. For example, recidivism prediction tools have exhibited racial biases, medical chatbots have promoted self-harm, and automated trading algorithms have caused financial turmoil. While significant resources have been allocated to tackling these well-documented harms from AI, far fewer resources have been allocated to addressing larger-scale societal harms, such as risks to critical infrastructure and democratic institutions. Although we might hope that as AI systems play increasingly important roles in society, computer scientists and software developers will take steps to mitigate the risk of algorithmic black swans, current market dynamics suggest otherwise. The AI industry overwhelmingly prioritizes improving the capabilities of systems, not their safety or social impact. The prevailing culture is one of unrelenting progress, not caution. This need not be the case. By analogy, civil engineers are not tasked with building safe bridges. Rather, safety is an inherent part of bridge building. In contrast, AI developers generally underinvest in safety, building systems without sufficient guardrails and relegating safety to an afterthought. This market failure stems from two main factors. First, leading AI labs face significant pressure to outpace their competitors in building systems that exhibit state-of-the-art performance irrespective of the ethical and societal consequences. Second, organizations building AI systems are unlikely to bear the social cost of harms caused by the technologies they create. Clearly, the case for regulatory intervention is strong. The challenge is to design interventions that effectively tackle the most concerning societal risks. Regulators in the United States and Europe have responded to this challenge by proposing a host of new laws and policies for regulating AI. These range from soft law initiatives in the United States, such as the White House's blueprint for an AI Bill of Rights and the National Institute of Standards and Technologies AI Risk Management Framework, to hard law proposals in the European Union, including the EU AI Act and the EU AI Liability Directive. While these instruments address some of the immediate risks posed by AI, 
they contain notable gaps with respect to broader and longer-term risks from the technology. Three gaps stand out. The first gap concerns general-purpose AI systems, that is, AI systems such as OpenAI's ChatGPT that can perform a diverse range of tasks across different domains. Because these systems serve as foundation models that underpin many downstream applications, including in high-stake settings, a failure to operate ethically or safely could be catastrophic. The second gap concerns proliferation and misuse. As AI technologies diffuse widely and rapidly, they can easily be adapted for malicious purposes, such as orchestrating large-scale cyberattacks and perpetrating financial fraud. The third gap concerns systemic risk. In addition to harming large numbers of people, AI systems can cause severe damage to social and political institutions. For instance, the proliferation of biased text generation tools could exacerbate political polarization. Regulatory proposals in the United States and Europe largely fail to address these algorithmic black swans. What can, and should, regulators do differently? How can they more effectively prevent AI systems from causing large-scale societal harm? Drawing on insights from public health, financial regulation, and climate policy, this article offers a roadmap for algorithmic preparedness, a set of five forward-looking principles to guide the development of regulations that address the risk of algorithmic black swans. The first principle, anticipation, concerns the goals of regulating AI technologies, AI governance should aim to, among other things, anticipate and mitigate large-scale societal harm from AI systems, a goal that is neglected by current regulatory proposals. The subsequent principles, diversification, scalability, and experimentation, concern the means for achieving that goal, AI governance should adopt a portfolio approach comprised of diverse, uncorrelated, and highly scalable regulatory strategies, while continually exploring and evaluating new regulatory strategies. The final principle, recalibrating risk, concerns balancing the benefits and costs of AI regulation. It suggests that cost-benefit analysis of AI governance interventions should place greater weight on worst-case outcomes. Implementing these principles will involve complex questions of regulatory design. How can regulators obtain up-to-date and accurate information about the capabilities and impact of advanced AI systems? Which interventions are most likely to incentivize AI developers to increase their investment in safety? What institutional frameworks can provide reliable feedback on the effectiveness of different governance strategies? This article tackles these questions with humility. The longer-term societal challenges from AI, including black swans, entail great uncertainty. Clarifying the goals of AI governance and developing a framework for more targeted and robust intervention is a good place to start. The remainder of this article is organized as follows. Part 1 explores the emergent capabilities and risks of current AI systems. Despite being unsafe by default, these systems are nonetheless being deployed in increasingly complex and sensitive settings. Part 2 examines the market dynamics affecting the development and use of AI, finding that companies are not incentivized to mitigate the risk of algorithmic black swans. Part 3 provides an overview of US and EU proposals for regulating AI. Part 4 illustrates that these proposals contain notable gaps and fail to address large-scale societal risks. Part 5 outlines five principles for improving algorithmic preparedness and mitigating the risk of algorithmic black swans. I. Emergent risks. A. More is different. The past decade has seen remarkable progress in AI technology, introducing machines that can perform ever more complex and diverse tasks. 
The era's defining moment arrived in 2012, when University of Toronto computer scientist Jeffrey Hinton and his graduate students built a neural network that achieved unprecedented performance in recognizing images. Hinton subsequently received the Turing Award, the highest honor in computer science. In addition to establishing neural networks as the bedrock architecture for AI systems, Hinton and his team revealed the importance of scale, building larger models trained on larger datasets is the key to unlocking the capabilities of neural networks. One of Hinton's graduate students, Ilya Sutzkever, took this lesson to heart. After revolutionizing the field of machine translation at Google, Sutzkever went on to co-found OpenAI, a company with the bold ambition of building artificial general intelligence, that is, creating AI systems that can perform a broad range of economically valuable activities. In 2020, another revolution took place. OpenAI released GPT-3, a machine learning model capable of completing college-level exams, generating computer code, and producing fluent human-like prose. What set GPT-3 apart from earlier, less capable models? The answer is scale. The immense size of the model and its training data gave rise to new capabilities. Quantitative changes led to qualitatively different results. In short, the model showed that more is different. Notably, many of the newly discovered abilities of AI systems have come as a surprise. Progress in AI is not linear, but erratic. It is often difficult to predict how changes to a model's inputs will affect its performance. For example, merely extending the length of training enabled a model to proceed from utterly failing to answer logic and math questions to achieving near-perfect accuracy. These sudden jumps in performance can be likened to phase transitions in physical phenomena, such as water freezing or boiling when it reaches a certain temperature. By analogy, the performance of an AI system can radically improve when a critical threshold is reached. A chess-playing agent, for example, underwent a phase transition at a certain point in its training, during which the model spontaneously learned the concepts of king safety, threats, and mobility. The challenge of discovering the emergent abilities of AI systems has led some researchers to suggest that today's AI systems might contain a capabilities overhang. That is, these systems may be far more capable than we assume. After all, the only capabilities we observe are those that we actively test and benchmark. Other capabilities can go undetected. The same is true for safety risks. For example, an AI agent trained to play the strategy game diplomacy unexpectedly learned to deceive and manipulate its human opponents. Protecting against unknown risks, arising from unknown capabilities, is notoriously difficult. Be unsafe by default. It would be reassuring if improvements in the capabilities of AI systems were accompanied by equal improvements in their safety. This, however, is rarely the case. While the capabilities and safety of AI systems are sometimes correlated, in many instances they are not. For example, systems that can produce better explanations of ideas in physics and philosophy can also produce more compelling misinformation. There are also scenarios in which greater capabilities decrease safety. For instance, more powerful language models, that is, models that typically perform better on a wide range of language-related tasks, have been found to produce less truthful responses to certain questions, compared with weaker models. In other words, a model that might be entrusted to perform more complex or sensitive tasks is more likely to mislead people. Evidently, there can be a trade-off between AI capabilities and AI safety. As AI systems become more capable and are deployed in higher-stake settings, this trade-off could compound. Consider, for example, an AI system used to optimize energy usage in critical infrastructure, such as healthcare facilities, water treatment plants, or public transport systems. 
the potential upside, reducing carbon emissions on a massive scale, is tremendous. But so are the potential downsides. The consequences of AI causing critical infrastructure to malfunction could be catastrophic. Researchers in the emerging field of AI safety, which focuses on mitigating such risks, suggest that we cannot assume AI systems are safe by default. In fact, they argue the opposite. The problem, at its core, is one of optimization. How can we ensure that AI systems reliably optimize prosocial goals? The problem can be divided into two parts. The first part concerns specifying appropriate goals. Continuing with the example above, if the goal of an AI were to reduce energy usage in water treatment facilities, which seems like a fairly reasonable prosocial goal, it may altogether cease providing power to those facilities. This is clearly an undesirable outcome. The second part of the problem concerns whether an AI system in fact optimizes the specified goal. For example, a system that learns to optimize energy usage by selectively shutting down water treatment facilities in situations that go unnoticed by human operators is highly undesirable. Together, these challenges comprise the alignment problem. Aspects of the alignment problem are familiar to lawyers and social scientists. For lawyers, the challenge can be likened to principal-agent problems, which are pervasive in corporate governance, employment relationships, and contractual arrangements. An agent, the AI system, is supposed to take actions that are in the best interests of a principal, the human designer or user, or a group of humans. Effectively incentivizing the agent and overseeing the agent's actions is very costly. For social scientists, the alignment problem recalls Goodhart's law, when a measure becomes a target, it ceases to be a good measure. In a familiar context, if shareholder value is measured solely by profit, a corporation may take socially noxious actions provided those actions are profitable. Similarly, an AI agent whose performance is measured solely by a crude proxy may, in its efforts to maximize that proxy, cause tremendous societal harm. As AI systems perform higher stakes activities, the alignment problem could become more acute. Consider, for example, current AI systems that augment the work of human programmers by automatically generating computer code. A programmer typically uses these systems by entering some code of their own, following which the model completes the sequence by generating new code. Researchers have discovered that when provided with inputs that contain bugs or vulnerabilities, code generation systems are more likely to produce new code that also contains bugs and vulnerabilities. This concerning phenomenon is, fundamentally, an alignment problem. Systems that optimize to produce new code that mimics the input code provided by fallible, human, programmers is a dangerous proxy. Left unaddressed, this problem could grossly undermine computer security and cause vast economic damage. See Black Swans. A sizable fraction of the AI community is concerned about automated systems causing large-scale societal harm. According to Stuart Russell, co-author of the most widely used textbook on AI, safety is set to become a central priority of the field, just as nuclear fusion researchers consider the problem of containment of fusion reactions as one of the primary problems of their field, it seems inevitable that issues of control and safety will become central to AI as the field matures. Unpredictable high-impact risks should no longer surprise us. The first edition of Nassim Taleb's Black Swan immediately preceded the 2007-2008 financial crisis. The cost of the COVID-19 pandemic and Russia's 2022 invasion of Ukraine, in human lives and economic value, has sensitized us to the potential magnitude of catastrophic tail risks. As political scientist Scott Sagan quipped, things that have never happened before happen all the time. Algorithmic black swans are no exception. Put simply, 
Unpredictable high-impact technologies present unpredictable high-impact risks. The risks presented by AI are diverse and growing. Automated systems that are entrusted with performing complex tasks in safety-critical settings could drastically amplify harmful biases and further entrench existing social inequities. Novel applications of AI, meanwhile, could give rise to new classes of risk. For example, autonomous systems used to optimize agricultural processes could cause large-scale crop failures or environmental degradation, AI tools developed to accelerate drug discovery could be repurposed to design chemical weapons, and AI systems that provide inaccurate or partial information to policymakers could cause dramatic societal harm. In each of these scenarios, black swan risks are not caused by a single technological artifact. Instead, the risks arise from the interaction of complex socio-technical systems. The decision to develop AI tools that optimize agricultural processes, accelerate drug discovery, or advise policymakers are value-laden choices affected by a combination of cultural factors, organizational structures, and regulatory environments. Understanding the complex systems behind algorithmic black swans is perhaps the first step toward addressing this emerging risk. Socio-technical complexity may also explain the relative neglect of algorithmic black swans, compared with other safety risks from AI, such as issues of fairness, transparency, and privacy. Another explanation for researchers' reluctance to address large-scale risks from AI relates to black swans more generally. Human beings, including lawmakers, systematically overlook consequential tail events in many contexts. Conventional risk analysis encourages policymakers to dismiss risks that seem improbable or are difficult to quantify. So-called unknown unknowns are, by definition, impossible to reliably forecast. Many large-scale societal risks from AI fall into this category. To be clear, none of this suggests that algorithmic black swans should be overlooked. On the contrary, contemporary hazard analysis, which adopts a complex systems perspective, aims to investigate and address difficult-to-anticipate events. It suggests that we can in fact take concrete actions to mitigate unpredictable future risks. Just as experts in the public health, climate science, and financial regulation communities attempt to forecast and address novel tail risks, members of the AI community should prepare to confront the emergence of algorithmic black swans. 2. Market Failure a. Steaming ahead. Current and anticipated risks from AI do not arise in a vacuum. They emerge within an intricate web of research culture, commercial incentives, and regulatory design. The predominant goal of AI research today, which is concentrated in several for-profit industry labs, is to improve capabilities and performance. Far less attention is given to the technology's potential to cause harm. For example, only around 2% of research papers at the leading AI conference relate to safety. As a result, progress on capabilities continues to outpace progress on safety. According to a researcher at OpenAI, the company which developed ChatGPT, the capabilities of neural networks are currently advancing much faster than our ability to understand how they work. What accounts for this imbalance? One explanation is cultural. The prevailing culture in the field of AI, as in the tech sector more broadly, is overwhelmingly technopositive. It advocates unrelenting technical progress, rather than countervailing social or ethical considerations. Other scientific fields, however, are more balanced. In medical research, for instance, analyzing side effects is an accepted, and indeed mandatory, step in developing new treatments. Computer scientists, by contrast, view their work through rose-colored glasses. AI researchers, in particular, often develop and deploy products without considering their societal impact or installing appropriate safeguards. 
but these dynamics may be changing. Recent years have seen growing interest and investment in AI safety. For example, leading industry labs employ teams of researchers dedicated to improving the safety of AI systems, as well as teams focused on studying the social and ethical impact of these systems. Meanwhile, the establishment of new academic institutions, independent organizations, and startups has significantly increased the number of people, amount of funding, and volume of research directed toward improving AI safety. These resources, however, still pale in comparison to the resources dedicated to advancing the raw capabilities and performance of automated systems. The effectiveness of some safety-oriented initiatives is also questionable. For example, since 2020 authors at the most prestigious AI conference, NUR-IPS, have been required to submit broader impact statements or similar documents that address the societal ramifications of their research. While it was hoped that this initiative would surface material safety concerns, this did not pan out. A study interviewing leading AI researchers found that the broader impact statements have not seriously confronted the issue of the proliferation of dangerous technology. In fact, they may even serve as window dressing or ethics washing, concealing the more consequential harms that could arise from unsafe AI systems. The study concludes that, ethical review is not really a tool for filtering out harmful papers, but rather is a forum for incentivizing researchers to change what they write in their papers. Interestingly, some industry-led safety initiatives show greater promise. For instance, in June 2022 several leading large language model developers released a document describing best practices for deploying language models. The recommendations canvas a wide range of risks and propose concrete mitigation strategies, which some of the organizations proceeded to implement. Clearly, some industry labs are engaging with safety concerns. The problem, however, is that best practices and other deployment-focused frameworks primarily target the immediate risks from current AI systems. Far less attention is directed toward longer-term and larger-scale societal risks, including risks that will arise from new AI technologies and applications. To understand why these risks are overlooked we need to consider broader structural factors. b. Brinkmanship Leading AI labs face significant pressure to outpace their competitors. These companies are typically motivated by a combination of economic, scientific, and prestige-related incentives to build AI systems that exhibit state-of-the-art performance. Accelerating development and deployment, and gaining a first-mover advantage, can be particularly valuable. For example, following its release of the groundbreaking GPT-3 language model, OpenAI became the clear frontrunner in language model technology. DeepMind, Google, and Meta scrambled to catch up. These competitive market dynamics can certainly produce prosocial outcomes. The faster the pace of AI progress, the faster users can deploy the technology in prosocial applications. For instance, shortly after its release, GPT-3 was used to assist consumers in understanding the terms of standard form contracts. The problem, however, is that the market dynamics of the AI ecosystem incentivize speed, rather than safety, Alan Defoe, a research. Scientist at DeepMind, describes the danger as follows. Avoid. This brinkmanship affects organizational decisions at every stage in the AI value chain. Refraining from building or deploying systems that exhibit the most impressive performance can damage a company's reputation and bottom line. Allocating resources toward improving safety may come at the expense of other more lucrative investments. And, even if an organization successfully develops effective safety mechanisms, it may be reluctant to implement these if they hamstring a system's performance or profitability. Faced with these incentives, AI developers will have to choose between increasing their risk tolerance and decreasing their investment in research.
In a dangerous, race to the bottom, safety-conscious firms could fall behind as cutting-edge AI development becomes dominated by companies with the greatest risk appetite and least concern for the societal impact of the technologies they create. C. Externalities Fierce competition between commercial AI labs is not the only explanation for the underinvestment in safety. The market failure can also be explained by who bears the costs of unsafe automated systems. To make this concrete, consider the impact of AI-powered code generation tools, such as GitHub Copilot, which assist human programmers in writing software. As discussed above, these systems can produce code that contains bugs and security vulnerabilities. Who suffers the resulting harm? To begin with, software engineers who use defective code generation tools suffer harm because these tools decrease the quality of the software produced. However, it is the end users of the resulting software who, despite never using code generation tools themselves, suffer most. They stand to bear the cost of dangerous bugs and vulnerabilities, yet have little recourse against the company who built the defective code generation tool in the first place. This indirect and diffuse harm is, like carbon emissions, a negative externality. Producers of the externality, namely, developers of code generation tools, have limited incentive to mitigate the harm or redress the losses incurred. This type of market failure, common to many AI products and services, is aggravated by several factors. First, because the harm is caused indirectly, end-users who suffer losses may find it difficult to attribute liability to the developer of the code generation tool. After all, software engineers who fail to adequately vet the security of the code may themselves be liable. Second, because the harm is diffuse, there arises a collective action problem, and users who suffer comparatively small losses individually but large losses in aggregate may struggle to coordinate in taking action against the developer of the code generation tool. Third, in some cases it may in fact be impossible for a single company, or insurer, to compensate for the harm caused by a code generation tool. For example, the economic damage caused by critical vulnerabilities in widely used software may be incalculable. The upshot of this analysis is that organizations building AI systems bear only a fraction of the costs of harms they may cause, especially in the case of black swans. Without intervention, these organizations are unlikely to sufficiently increase their investment in safety measures and risk mitigation. For completeness, two additional factors contribute to the pervasive underinvestment in AI safety. The first relates to the technical abilities of the users of AI systems. Continuing with the case of AI-powered code generation tools, software engineers may be unable to evaluate the security of the code these tools produce, such that they will not adjust their willingness to pay for them. The second factor relates to the technical abilities of AI developers. Even if software engineers demand safer code generation tools, AI developers may be unable to meet this demand. Software engineers, aware of this limitation, may refrain from demanding safety guarantees in the first place, further eroding the motivation of AI developers to increase their investment in safety. 3. The Evolving Legal Landscape As we can see, market forces cannot address the full range of societal challenges presented by AI. The case for robust policy intervention is strong, as reflected in the proliferation of proposals for regulating AI. In the United States, the number of state bills that contain provisions relating to AI increased from 2 in 2012 to 131 in 2021. These proposals add to, and sometimes modify, existing rules in tort law, consumer law, administrative law, and a variety of sector-specific regulations. While governments in many countries, including China, Canada, and the United Kingdom, have proposed national plans for regulating AI, 
This article focuses on arguably the two most important jurisdictions, the United States and the European Union. While the United States is home to the world's largest AI market and research ecosystem, the European Union is a regulatory superpower that exercises outsized influence on the rules and standards in global markets. Given the EU's track record in passing field-defining laws for emerging technologies, such as the General Data Protection Regulation, GDPR, and its early efforts to enact comprehensive legislation for automated systems, this survey begins with the major EU proposals for AI regulation. A. European Union 1. EU AI Act The European Commission's proposal for an Artificial Intelligence Act, the EU AI Act, published in April 2021, is the first attempt to comprehensively regulate AI systems in a major jurisdiction. The proposal, which is expected to be passed into law in 2023, covers a wide range of AI technologies and applications. Once in effect, the Act will apply to all EU member states, barring them from passing domestic laws that conflict with provisions of the Act. The Act is anticipated to transform AI regulation in much the same way as the GDPR transformed data privacy law. The AI Act adopts a risk-based approach, classifying the uses of AI according to the potential harm they may cause. Certain uses of AI, such as social scoring and real-time remote biometric surveillance, are prohibited. Other uses, such as AI systems deployed in hiring contexts or integrated into medical devices, are deemed high-risk and subject to conformity assessments that include, among other things, transparency requirements, human oversight, and detailed record-keeping. Meanwhile, uses that are considered to pose more limited risks are subject to less onerous transparency requirements. Notably, the Act establishes significant penalties for infringement, fines of up to 6% of a firm's global revenue or 30 million euros, whichever is higher, in respect of prohibited uses, and fines of up to 4% of a firm's global revenue or 20 million euros, whichever is higher, in respect of a failure to comply with certain requirements applicable to high-risk uses and limited-risk uses. Finally, despite the apparent comprehensiveness of the Act, the latest draft contains 85 sections and runs over 200 pages, it leaves open important issues. Details of many requirements in the Act will only be specified in Implementing Acts at some point in the future. Meanwhile, technical standards, compliance with which gives rise to a presumption of conformity with the Act, have not yet been written. In fact, this task has been outsourced to private standard-setting organizations. Despite not appearing in the legislative text, these organizations could ultimately determine the real-world impact of the Act. 2. EU AI Liability Directive In September 2022, the European Commission proposed a directive on adapting non-contractual civil liability rules to artificial intelligence, the EU AI Liability Directive. The directive aims to complement the EU AI Act by facilitating civil claims in respect of harms caused by AI systems. The Act and the Directive are two sides of the same coin, the former is intended to prevent harm from occurring, the latter is intended to provide compensation if harm occurs. The Directive, which EU member states must implement domestically, proposes two mechanisms to assist victims seeking redress in respect of harm caused by AI. First, the Directive establishes a presumption of causality, if a claimant can demonstrate that the defendant failed to comply with certain requirements under the AI Act, a court will presume that such non-compliance caused the relevant harm. Second, the directive empowers courts to order the disclosure of evidence related to certain civil claims arising from the operation of high-risk AI systems. 3. Brussels Effect Although the EU AI Act and EU AI Liability Directive apply solely to AI systems and users in the European Union, these regulations are likely to have a global impact. 
the outsized influence of EU regulation on the rules and standards in global markets, known as the Brussels effect, is a well-documented phenomenon. It takes two forms. The de facto Brussels effect involves multinational firms standardizing their production globally in order to comply with EU regulations, such that products manufactured outside of the European Union for non-EU customers will in practice comply with EU regulations. The de jure Brussels effect involves countries outside of the European Union adopting regulations and standards similar to those established inside the European Union. Observers expect the EU AI Act to exhibit both a de facto and de jure Brussels effect. The Act, they suggest, will incentivize AI developers outside of the European Union to build systems that comply with EU regulations and prompt countries outside of the European Union to pass regulations that align with the requirements established in the EU AI Act. This Brussels effect may indeed already be underway. Fourteen months after the European Commission published the first draft of the EU AI Act, Canada's Parliament introduced the Artificial Intelligence and Data Act, which is closely modeled on the EU AI Act. For example, the Canadian Artificial Intelligence and Data Act proposes a relatively comprehensive regulatory regime, adopts a risk-based approach, and establishes penalties similar to those set out in the EU AI Act. A de jure Brussels effect could also occur in the United States. Just as the European Union's GDPR dramatically shaped the development of data privacy law in California, the EU AI Act could inspire new approaches to regulating AI in the United States at both the state and federal level. B. United States. 1. Algorithmic Accountability Act. Unlike other federal initiatives for regulating AI in the United States, which mainly rely on non-binding soft law instruments, the Algorithmic Accountability Act seeks to impose mandatory obligations on certain uses of automated systems. The bill, a revised version of which was introduced by Senators Wyden, Booker, and Clark in February 2022, would require the Federal Trade Commission, FTC, to promulgate regulations requiring companies to conduct impact assessments of automated decision processes. The bill would also require the FTC to publish annual reports based on these impact assessments, as well as provide technical guidance and training to regulated entities. The scope of the Algorithmic Accountability Act, however, is far more limited than that of the EU AI Act. It applies only to companies over which the FTC has jurisdiction, which excludes public agencies, banks, air carriers, and other high-impact users of automated systems. In addition, unlike the EU AI Act, the Algorithmic Accountability Act does not impose stringent conditions on high-risk uses of AI, much less prohibit certain uses outright. Finally, the prospect of the bill becoming law seems slim. Since its introduction, the bill has gained little traction, which suggests a greater role for other federal AI governance initiatives. 2. NIST AI Risk Management Framework In March 2022, the National Institute of Standards and Technology, NIST, an agency of the U.S. Department of Commerce, released the initial draft of its AI Risk Management Framework, RMF. Finalized in January 2023, the RMF is a voluntary framework that aims to assist organizations in anticipating and addressing risks from AI. Concretely, the RMF resembles an enterprise risk management framework. It aims to cultivate an organizational safety culture in which stakeholders map the AI risk landscape and develop methods to appropriately measure and manage these risks. To be clear, NIST's framework does not impose any legal obligations. It is a light-touch, quintessentially American, soft-law regulatory tool. That being said, the framework could be highly influential if government or corporate procurement contracts for AI systems were to mandate that vendors comply with the principles set out in the RMF. 
Depending on the nature and size of these contracts, AI developers may be incentivized to make substantial changes to the products and services they offer. In addition, insurers and courts could expect AI developers to demonstrate compliance with the RMF, much like they expect companies to operate in accordance with NIST cybersecurity frameworks. Finally, elements of the RMF could eventually be integrated into binding sector-specific regulations. 3. White House AI Bill of Rights The most recent federal initiative for regulating AI is the Blueprint for an AI Bill of Rights, released by the White House Office of Science and Technology Policy in October 2022. Despite its constitution-evoking title, the document is best described as aspirational. The blueprint, which states that it is non-binding and does not constitute U.S. government policy, offers a broad contextualization of the risks from AI and outlines five principles for guiding the design, use, and regulation of AI systems. These include, 1. Protection from unsafe and ineffective systems, 2. Prevention of algorithmic discrimination, 3. Protection of data privacy, 4. Disclosure and explanation of the use of AI systems, and, v. Access to human alternatives in place of AI systems. The central problem with the blueprint is not that it lacks teeth, but that it does not meaningfully explore how the five principles it enshrines will be implemented in practice. Statements like, some of the additional protections proposed in this framework would require new laws to be enacted or new policies and practices to be adopted, offer little clarity. The pathway forward, on a federal level, is likely to involve a combination of executive orders, sector-specific regulations, and other federal agency actions. For example, the Federal Trade Commission, Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, and Consumer Financial Protection Bureau are expected to develop regulations and practices in their respective domains. Of course, the content and timing of these measures remain to be seen. 4. Governance Gaps The European Union and the United States have taken very different approaches to regulating AI. While the EU opted for binding horizontal regulation, the US is moving toward voluntary sector-specific governance. However, the EU and US proposals share one thing in common, they primarily target the immediate risks from AI, rather than broader, longer-term risks. Regulatory efforts on both sides of the Atlantic overlook the risk of algorithmic black swans, either neglecting catastrophic tail risks altogether or adopting governance mechanisms with problematic gaps. The following section examines three of the most salient black swan risks that EU and US regulatory proposals fail to address, high-impact accident risks from general-purpose AI systems, the uncontrolled proliferation and malicious use of AI systems, and applications of AI that could cause long-term systemic harm to social and political institutions. A. General-purpose systems. Recent progress in the field of AI has given rise to a new development, models that can perform a diverse range of tasks across different domains. These models, known as general-purpose AI systems, exhibit impressive capabilities. For example, DeepMind's Gato model can play video games, caption images, engage in dialogue, and control robotic tools. General-purpose systems can sometimes accomplish goals for which they were not explicitly designed. For instance, OpenAI's GPT-3 language model, which was trained to produce English text, learned to write computer code. General-purpose systems can also operate as foundation models, that is, they can serve as a foundation or platform that underpins many downstream applications. Exploiting the capabilities of these systems in novel contexts is often more efficient than developing new, context-specific systems. General-purpose systems and foundation models can typically perform tasks better than narrower systems or can be adapted to do so at relatively little cost. 
For example, rather than training a new language model to summarize academic journal articles, it is cheaper and easier to use an existing foundation model. It is therefore no surprise that general-purpose systems are among the most popular AI products and have been described as, the future of AI. The problem with general-purpose systems is that any safety risks they pose, including robustness errors, harmful biases, and misalignment with societal values, are likely to propagate downstream. In other words, even minor defects in a general-purpose system could have disastrous consequences if the system is deployed at scale or in high-stakes settings, such as healthcare or finance. This risk profile is well known in cybersecurity. For example, in early 2017, a single vulnerability in a widely used software framework led to a security breach in which the financial records of over 150 million consumers were compromised. Similarly, a single safety risk affecting a widely deployed general-purpose AI system could cause devastating harm. Given these weighty concerns, it is unsettling that none of the US regulatory proposals discussed above refers to general-purpose AI systems. Commentators have pointed out this glaring governance gap, but no action has been taken to remedy it. By contrast, in the European Union, the issue of how to regulate general-purpose systems has been the subject of heated debate. While the initial draft of the EU AI Act made no reference to general-purpose systems and was widely criticized for this omission, subsequent drafts of the Act have sought to address the issue directly. These attempts, however, are riddled with difficulties. As will be shown, the regime proposed in the EU AI Act for regulating general-purpose systems is far from watertight. The EU AI Act defines a general-purpose AI system as any AI system that is intended by the provider to perform generally applicable functions and may be used in a plurality of contexts and be integrated in a plurality of other AI systems. Rather than impose stringent requirements on all general-purpose systems, the Act provides that only general-purpose systems that may be used as high-risk systems are subject to any obligations at all, and those obligations are only a subset of the requirements applicable to other high-risk systems. For example, the obligation to report serious incidents, which applies to other high-risk AI systems, does not apply to general-purpose systems. There is also considerable ambiguity around which entity is responsible for complying with the requirements applicable to general-purpose systems under the EU AI Act. While responsibility ordinarily falls on the provider of a general-purpose system, the Act stipulates that the provider will no longer be responsible if another party makes a substantial modification to the system. The definition of substantial modification, however, contains several ambiguities. It is therefore unclear in which circumstances responsibility shifts from the upstream developer, who builds a foundation model, to a downstream user, who modifies and deploys that model. This division of responsibility is particularly concerning if we consider the actors involved in the AI value chain. Developers of general-purpose systems are typically well-resourced industry labs, such as Google, Meta, OpenAI, and DeepMind, which employ dedicated safety and ethics teams. Users of general-purpose systems, by contrast, are typically lower-resourced organizations with far less capacity to evaluate, let alone improve, the safety of these systems. By shifting responsibility to these lower-resourced organizations, the Act simultaneously exculpates the actor's best place to mitigate the risks of general-purpose systems and burdens smaller organizations with important duties they lack the resources to fulfill. Finally, the Act stipulates that a provider of a general-purpose AI system is exempt from the requirements applicable to high-risk systems if the provider explicitly excluded all high-risk uses in the instructions of use or information accompanying the general-purpose AI system. 
In other words, a written manual that politely instructs users to refrain from deploying the system in a sensitive or safety-critical setting will absolve the provider of all responsibility. The EU AI Act's combination of lax requirements, ambiguity, and sweeping exemptions for general-purpose AI systems is troubling. Whether the resulting regime stems from careless oversight, the influence of lobbying, or risk analysis that differs from the consensus within the AI safety community, the outcome is concerning. The world's regulatory, superpower, and first mover in AI regulation is failing to establish appropriate safeguards around the most consequential AI technology. b. Proliferation and misuse. Like other technologies, AI systems are fundamentally dual-use tools. While they can be employed in applications that benefit society, they can also be used for malicious purposes. This unavoidable feature of AI could give rise to black swan events. For example, machine learning models developed to accelerate drug discovery were adapted to design 40,000 chemical warfare agents in just six hours. Meanwhile, AI systems designed to assist writers and programmers, such as ChatGPT, can be repurposed to carry out cyber attacks and perpetrate financial fraud at unprecedented scale. The dual-use risks posed by AI, however, differ from those posed by other technologies. Unlike industrial equipment or potentially hazardous chemicals, AI technologies lend themselves to rapid and widespread diffusion. According to AI safety researchers, stealing and widely proliferating powerful AI systems could just be a matter of copy and pasting. The number of actors who can deploy AI systems for nefarious purposes is nearly unlimited. Meanwhile, the pace at which these technologies can be adapted to antisocial ends is frighteningly fast. It is therefore reassuring that several leading AI labs tightly control access to their systems through a combination of technical and legal guardrails. However, this is not the norm. Apart from the fact that relatively few companies adopt measures to reduce proliferation and misuse, on occasion companies have undermined the safety measures taken by their competitors. For example, while OpenAI restricted access to its GPT-3 model, Meta open-sourced a comparable model of its own. This is part of a broader trend. A new crop of independent AI labs is rapidly releasing to the public state-of-the-art datasets, code, and training techniques. While this trend toward technological democratization advances scientific and commercial progress in AI, it also heightens the risk of misuse. Malicious actors are now able to utilize a growing collection of publicly available high-quality AI resources that can be repurposed to harmful ends. In other safety-critical domains, legal mechanisms address proliferation challenges by establishing stringent safeguards. For example, the Federal Aviation Administration imposes onerous requirements on the sale and transfer of commercial aircraft. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention sets biosafety levels and procedures for dangerous biological research such as pathogen synthesis. The Nuclear Regulatory Commission controls the proliferation of nuclear materials and technology through rigorous licensing, oversight, and enforcement. Given the prospect of malicious actors using AI technologies to cause large-scale harm, we might expect policymakers to adopt safeguards comparable to those used in aviation, biosafety, or nuclear energy. But current proposals for regulating AI disappoint. The principles enshrined in the White House's AI Bill of Rights and the practices outlined in NIST's AI Risk Management Framework make scant reference to misuse and proliferation. Whether federal regulations or agency actions will fill this gap in the future is an open question. The EU AI Act is hardly better. Despite enumerating a long list of policy objectives, the Act does not include mitigating misuse among them. The risk of malicious use appears only twice in the Act's 85 operative provisions. 
Perhaps most unsettling is the carve-out for AI systems developed for scientific research and development, which are excluded from all requirements under the EU AI Act. This sweeping exemption makes little sense when we consider the risk of misuse. A lack of commercial application has no bearing on the ability of malicious actors to employ an AI system toward harmful ends. As illustrated above, even systems developed solely for prosocial research purposes, such as drug discovery, can be weaponized. That policymakers have overlooked these concerns or dismissed them is worrying. Given the rapid pace at which state-of-the-art AI systems are becoming publicly available, the threat of malicious actors using these systems to commit crime and cause harm is pervasive and imminent. While other safety-critical domains offer important insights and concrete approaches for mitigating misuse risks, policymakers in the field of AI have not, as yet, heeded the lesson. C. Systemic risk. Apart from the risk of large-scale harm caused by misuse or malfunction, the widespread deployment of powerful AI systems presents another type of risk, the gradual erosion of social and political institutions and values. Systemic risks of this kind, to an even greater extent than other algorithmic black swans, are a complex socio-technical phenomenon. The incentives of AI developers, the design of AI systems, and the way users interact with these systems can, together, undermine vital components of a well-functioning democracy. Consider the following example, familiar to us from YouTube, Netflix, and TikTok, content selection algorithms. Quote, these algorithms aren't particularly intelligent, but they are in a position to affect the entire world because they directly influence billions of people. Typically, such algorithms are designed to maximize click-through, that is, the probability that the user clicks on presented items. The solution is simply to present items that the user likes to click on, right? Wrong. The solution is to change the user's preferences so that they become more predictable. A more predictable user can be fed items that they are likely to click on, thereby generating more revenue. People with more extreme political views tend to be more predictable in which items they will click on. End quote. This disturbing observation, unfortunately, is not a speculative prediction. For over a decade we have known that AI systems can manipulate people's preferences. More recently, studies have found that AI systems deployed by social media companies have promoted politically divisive content, incited physical violence, and influenced citizens' voting behavior. While the harms to individuals or groups of people are significant, the aggregate harm to social and political values is even more dramatic. Polarization and radicalization can reduce trust in democratic institutions and cause profound social disruption. Even subtle changes in the beliefs of a small number of people can impact election outcomes, which can in turn have far-reaching societal implications. There is little indication that these risks will abate. The business model of Google, Facebook's parent company Meta, and other leading AI developers has not changed. The underlying technology, AI systems that optimize simple reward functions, such as naively satisfying user preferences, remains popular. If anything, the magnitude and frequency of systemic risks will increase as AI systems become more capable and are used more widely. For example, while content selection algorithms can recommend polarizing content to users, AI systems that generate text, images, and video can create polarizing content that targets the specific characteristics and vulnerabilities of individual users. Some of these systemic risks are likely to result from deliberate misuse. For example, malicious actors could use generative AI systems to conduct large-scale misinformation campaigns or flood lawmakers with high-quality automated comments and requests, distorting their perceptions of the public interest and endangering vital political processes. Other systemic risks, however, 
can arise inadvertently, resulting from defective or misaligned systems. For instance, recent research illustrates that more powerful language models tend to express stronger political views, including on gun rights and immigration, and are more sycophantic, that is, they are more likely, than less powerful models, to answer questions in ways that create echo chambers by repeating back a user's preferred answer. Equally concerning is the prospect of AI systems polluting or systematically manipulating our information environment. Just as OpenAI's ChatGPT could degrade the quality of answers in the Stack Overflow programming forum, other generative systems could cause tremendous harm to information utilities such as Wikipedia and YouTube. Gary Marcus, a prominent AI researcher, argues that the combination of these systems' unreliability and their ability to be cheaply deployed at scale pose a real and imminent threat to the fabric of society. To date, the response of policymakers has been underwhelming. In the United States, the White House AI Bill of Rights is mainly couched in terms of risks to individual rights, rather than risks to social and political institutions. All five principles it enshrines appear in the second person. For example, you should be protected from abusive data practices, and, you should have agency over how data about you is used. While such individual protections are necessary, they are not sufficient. The NIST AI risk management framework pays lip service to potential systemic risks, referring to both the individual and societal impacts related to AI risks. But the framework does not elaborate on the nature of these large-scale risks or how it plans to tackle them. The European Union's response is somewhat more encouraging. In determining whether an AI system presents a high risk, the EU AI Act takes into account the anticipated impact on society at large. In addition, the Act explicitly prohibits AI systems that are intended or likely to manipulate human behavior. However, this prohibition arguably focuses more on psychological harm caused to an individual than on the societal implications of large-scale manipulation. Moreover, the few mechanisms in the EU AI Act that aim to mitigate systemic risk, including the monitoring and reporting of safety incidents, are not particularly robust. It is also unclear whether the European Union has the institutional capacity to effectively implement these protective measures. The common theme behind these shortcomings of the EU AI Act is its focus on product safety, which is a fundamentally individualistic regulatory paradigm. Rather than address the broader, longer-term implications of unsafe AI technologies, the Act primarily targets the immediate risks to individual consumers. Considering the noteworthy risks AI poses to social and political institutions, this individual-centric regulatory approach is inappropriate. But unfortunately, by virtue of the Brussels effect, the approach is already diffusing globally. For instance, Canada's draft Artificial Intelligence and Data Act proposes restrictions on AI systems that may result in serious harm to individuals or harm to their interests. The Act defines harms as physical or psychological harm to an individual, damage to an individual's property, or economic loss to an individual. Although individuals certainly deserve robust protection from unsafe AI systems, the risks to social and political institutions should not be overlooked. They too must be addressed. v. Algorithmic preparedness. Regulatory design is difficult at the best of times. It is especially difficult when we are concerned about large-scale risks arising from complex socio-technical phenomena. Clearly, there is no catch-all solution for addressing the prospect of algorithmic black swans. But that does not relieve policymakers of their responsibility to take steps to mitigate the societal risks posed by AI systems. Ambitious regulatory objectives of this kind are commonplace in other high-stakes settings, ranging from public health and climate policy to cybersecurity and nuclear energy. Given that AI is still maturing as a field, 
This article does not offer hard and fast rules for governing the technology and its applications. Instead, it proposes a roadmap for algorithmic preparedness, a set of five forward-looking principles to guide the development of regulations that confront the risk of algorithmic black swans and mitigate the harms they pose to society. Principle 1, AI governance should aim to anticipate and mitigate large-scale societal harm from AI systems. Principle 2, AI governance should adopt a portfolio approach comprised of diverse and uncorrelated regulatory strategies. Principle 3, AI governance should be highly scalable. Principle 4, AI governance should continually explore and evaluate new regulatory strategies. Principle 5, cost-benefit analysis of AI governance interventions should place greater weight on worst-case outcomes. Before exploring each of these principles in detail, it is important to clarify that algorithmic preparedness is not a comprehensive regulatory framework or a definitive playbook for policymakers. Rather, the objective of this set of guiding principles is to highlight several institutional features that are key to tackling algorithmic black swans and are currently neglected by policymakers. The hope is that these principles will lay the groundwork for developing concrete mechanisms that fill the salient governance gaps and assist regulators in confronting the transformative impact of AI technologies. A. Anticipation. Principle 1, AI governance should aim to anticipate and mitigate large-scale societal harm from AI systems. This first principle concerns the goals of AI governance. It suggests that AI governance should, among other things, prioritize tackling algorithmic black swans and that, doing so, requires anticipating those risks in advance. Proactively preventing and mitigating large-scale risks is important for several reasons. First, Early intervention can be significantly cheaper than efforts to remedy harms after the fact. Second, preventative measures can protect people and institutions in a way that preserves the option of making different regulatory choices in the future, while acting otherwise forecloses this option. Third, certain harms from AI may be irreversible or catastrophic to the extent that ex-post actions, such as compensation, cannot effectively undo or redress the harm caused. Consider the following situation. Malicious actors discover a vulnerability in AI systems that control safety-critical aviation infrastructure. These actors exploit the vulnerability to orchestrate an attack on the scale of 9-11, or greater, which in turn triggers devastating geopolitical conflict. No monetary amount can compensate for the losses suffered. The only appropriate course of action is to attempt to prevent the occurrence of such a calamity in the first place. Anticipating and mitigating algorithmic black swans like this face several challenges. The first is epistemic. As in many regulatory contexts, policymakers have only limited information about the risks they aim to address. The staggering pace of AI development, which routinely surprises even industry insiders, makes the problem particularly acute. Moreover, there is little consensus on what interventions would successfully mitigate large-scale societal risks from AI. The conventional response to this challenge, outlined in the 2011 White House Memorandum on Principles for Regulation and Oversight of Emerging Technologies, is to develop regulations with sufficient flexibility to accommodate new evidence and learning and to take into account the evolving nature of information related to emerging technologies and their applications. Implementing this advice is not straightforward. Regulatory learning is notoriously difficult, especially when it requires keeping pace with technological change. David Collingridge famously described the dilemma as follows. T. He social consequences of a technology cannot be predicted early in the life of the technology. By the time undesirable consequences are discovered, however, the technology is often so much part of the whole economic and social fabric that its control is extremely difficult. 
When change is easy, the need for it cannot be foreseen, when the need for change is apparent, change has become expensive, difficult, and time-consuming. The Collingridge Dilemma, as the problem has come to be known, is an enduring challenge for regulators. In the case of AI, the imbalance between the resources invested in developing new technological systems compared with the resources invested in governing those systems is large and growing. By default, regulatory action is slow and inflexible, which is clearly inappropriate for addressing the impact of a technology characterized by the mantra, move fast and break things. The EU AI Act offers a concrete example of the problem. The Act's mechanism for updating which uses of AI are considered high-risk and trigger more stringent compliance requirements involves a cumbersome and brittle administrative process. What can policymakers do differently? How can they overcome the Collingridge dilemma and design more adaptive, forward-looking AI regulations? The first step is to equip policymakers with up-to-date and accurate information about the capabilities and impact of AI technologies. This information can be collected in several ways. Policymakers could, either themselves or through third-party contractors, monitor and measure the capabilities of state-of-the-art AI systems. Alternatively, policymakers could establish mandatory disclosure regimes whereby AI developers audit their own systems and report their findings to policymakers. Finally, policymakers could, through a combination of whistleblower protection and carefully crafted financial incentives, empower individuals with access to relevant information, such as software engineers at leading AI labs, to disclose information pertaining to automated systems that pose large-scale societal risks. Equipped with these insights, policymakers will be able to better identify new risks posed by AI technologies and make more informed decisions on how to address them. For example, European regulators could apply their knowledge of the latest technical developments to periodically review which applications are deemed high-risk under the EU AI Act. Similarly, regulators in the United States could iteratively adapt recommendations in the NIST AI Risk Management Framework to incorporate current industry best practices. For the avoidance of doubt, these suggestions are not novel. Regulatory learning and adaptability are routine in the regulation of pharmaceuticals, aviation, and cybersecurity. AI governance should follow suit. B. Diversification. Principle 2. AI governance should adopt a portfolio approach comprised of diverse and uncorrelated regulatory strategies. This principle, which advocates employing a range of heterogeneous strategies for governing AI, rests on two insights. The first is that the potential risks posed by AI are so great that policymakers cannot afford to put all their eggs in one basket. As in finance, they need to diversify their investments. Instead of relying on a single institutional framework, policymakers need to invest in a portfolio of risk mitigation measures. Ideally, these measures should not be correlated with one another, such that the failure of one will not necessarily lead to the failure of others. The second insight is that the causes of algorithmic black swans are complex and multifaceted, arising in different stages of the AI value chain and influenced by the actions of multiple stakeholders. Accordingly, policymakers should develop regulatory tools that target multiple sites of intervention. What will diversified AI governance involve in practice? To begin with, policymakers should aim to address all parts of the AI value chain. At present, far greater emphasis is placed on deployment in downstream applications, neglecting risks arising during research and development. For example, while several leading AI companies have agreed to a set of best practices for safely deploying large language models, no, publicly known, agreement has been reached on safety protocols for research and development. 
Similarly, while there exists a database of safety incidents encountered in the deployment of automated systems, there is no equivalent platform for reporting safety incidents encountered during AI research and development. Diversified governance should begin by addressing these gaps and tackling the range of risks distributed across all parts of the technology's value chain. Another aspect of diversified governance involves targeting different stakeholders. Beginning at the top of the AI value chain, policymakers could regulate organizations that provide resources or inputs for AI development. For example, policymakers could require chip manufacturers and cloud computing providers to vet prospective customers or ensure they are compliant with appropriate safety standards. Next, policymakers could incentivize AI developers to invest a larger fraction of their resources in improving the safety of systems they build. This could be facilitated through a safety tax, financial support, such as subsidies, or other interventions. Finally, policymakers could mitigate risks in downstream deployment by requiring that AI developers install more robust safeguards against negligent and malicious uses of systems they build. For example, rather than publicly release state-of-the-art systems in their entirety, developers could provide users with structured access whereby limits are placed on a system's use, modification, and reproduction. Importantly, diversified governance does not only require expanding the range of regulatory targets. It also requires expanding the range of regulators. Just as governance strategies focused on one regulatory target, example, software developers, can fail, governance strategies relying on one particular regulator can also fail. This problem is well known in financial regulation. Economist John Danielson makes the following plea. If we put a single regulator in charge of everything, the super-regulator so common today, we end up with a government agency that prefers uniformity, one that shares the goals of the incumbent interests and loathes what is different. We need competition between regulators, so we get agencies that both regulate and defend their part of the industry, protecting heterogeneity along the way, end quote. The suggestion, in other words, is to diversify the regulators, and ideally introduce competition among them. One compelling proposal for AI governance involves policymakers creating regulatory markets in which private sector organizations compete to achieve overarching governance goals. Rather than engaging a single regulator to audit the safety of automated systems, policymakers could establish a framework in which multiple private auditing firms compete for the business of AI companies, leveraging the expertise and incentives of those firms to develop more rigorous and scalable safety audits. C. Scalability. Principle 3. AI governance should be highly scalable. Scalability describes the capacity of a system to function effectively with increasing workload. While the term has its origins in the ability of computer systems to handle larger operational demands, scalability is often used to describe the ability of organizations to grow and adapt in the face of larger challenges and opportunities. Scalability is also an important, though neglected, feature of regulation. Scalable regulation describes regulation that continues to achieve its goals even as the organizations and systems with which it interacts increase in number and complexity. Scalable regulation is particularly important in AI governance. To mitigate the risk of algorithmic black swans, policymakers will need to establish governance mechanisms that function effectively even as AI systems perform more complex tasks and are deployed in higher-stakes domains. At present, many of the AI governance proposals in the United States and the European Union are not highly scalable. For example, both the White House AI Bill of Rights and the EU AI Act mandate a large degree of human oversight, that is, engaging humans to oversee the operation of AI systems. The resources required to meet this demand, especially if automated systems are deployed at large scale and operate at high speed, are prohibitive. 
Moreover, mandating human oversight arguably undermines the societal benefits of many AI technologies. For example, requiring that AI systems that provide professional services remain subject to human oversight could increase the costs of these systems, such that the most significant beneficiaries, people who cannot afford traditional professional services, are priced out of the technology. The solution is not necessarily to allocate more resources to the problem, but to allocate the right resources. Scaling regulation to address the monumental challenges posed by AI requires us to shift away from relying on rigid written rules and cumbersome compliance mechanisms, and toward building regulatory technology that adapts to the evolving risks from AI. Put simply, AI regulation will require almost as much or more AI than the AI targets of regulation themselves. Instead of mobilizing armies of bureaucrats to oversee high-risk automated decisions, policymakers should invest in technologists who innovate new, automated methods for auditing these decisions. Some of these methods will surely fail. But others might succeed. Experimentation is the only way to find out. D. Experimentation. Principle 4. AI governance should continually explore and evaluate new regulatory strategies. It is wishful thinking to assume that the governance mechanisms currently proposed in the United States or European Union are optimal. They represent only a small fraction of the possible strategies for regulating AI. The central problem is not the selection of certain governance strategies and priorities, and the exclusion of others, but the rigidity of the proposals themselves, that is, their inability to embrace new governance strategies or abandon existing ones. For example, the White House AI Bill of Rights, the NIST AI Risk Management Framework, and the EU AI Act all prioritize algorithmic transparency. However, it could turn out that transparency is technically unfeasible or practically unhelpful in high-stakes contexts. At the same time, these proposals exclude potentially promising governance strategies, such as incentivizing technologists and members of the public to discover vulnerabilities in safety-critical AI systems. To restate the problem, Current regulatory proposals both entrench many untested strategies for governing AI and fail to establish mechanisms for exploring and incorporating new, possibly more effective, governance strategies. Although there is no simple workaround, policymakers concerned about the prospect of algorithmic black swans would benefit from adopting a more experimental approach to AI governance. Just as experimentation is vital to scientific progress, venture capital investment, and product marketing, Experimental techniques could provide policymakers with useful information about the best strategies for mitigating high-impact risks from AI. Regulatory experimentation involves two steps, exploration and evaluation. In exploration, policymakers investigate and prototype a broad range of novel regulatory strategies. In evaluation, policymakers subject these strategies, alongside existing regulatory strategies, to rigorous testing, assessing how they perform in practice. Consider a concrete example. Policymakers, disappointed by the results of existing frameworks for reporting AI safety incidents, design a bounty scheme whereby technologists and members of the public who discover vulnerabilities in high-risk automated systems receive financial rewards. To evaluate the effectiveness of this scheme, policymakers compare the quality and quantity of safety information it uncovers to the information collected from existing reporting frameworks. Policymakers randomly assign bounty hunters to different groups, which receive different rewards, in order to discover which rewards most successfully elicit critical safety information. Finally, after finding that the bounty scheme offers some improvements over existing reporting frameworks, policymakers propose a stress test, they deliberately insert vulnerabilities into several high-risk automated systems and observe whether any bounty hunters catch the bait. This experimental process is foreign to most policymakers. 
Rather than establish once-and-for-all rules, the process tasks policymakers with iteratively designing and testing new governance strategies. It encourages the exploration and evaluation of novel regulatory tools. Throughout the process, policymakers receive high-quality feedback on their proposals and gain real-world insight into which governance strategies work in practice. Although costly and demanding, experimentation will be key to developing regulations that effectively anticipate and mitigate large-scale societal risks from AI. E. Recalibrating risk. Principle 5. Cost-benefit analysis of AI governance interventions should place greater weight on worst-case outcomes. Implementing the AI governance principles discussed above, by establishing a dynamic portfolio of diverse and scalable regulatory strategies, is a resource-intensive exercise. Algorithmic preparedness requires an unusual combination of foresight, technological expertise, and institutional flexibility. Successfully establishing the kind of governance structures envisaged in the principles above could also impose considerable social and economic costs. As with other regimes for governing emerging technologies, the regulation of AI could have a chilling effect on innovation, stifling progress in the field and denying society the tremendous gains offered by the technology. How should policymakers navigate this trade-off? How can they encourage the development of AI technologies that benefit society while curtailing the risk of potentially catastrophic outcomes? The traditional answer, grounded in the process of cost-benefit analysis, is to weigh the prosocial benefits of proposed regulation, public health, welfare, safety, etc., against the costs of such regulation, economic growth, innovation, competitiveness, etc. To the extent possible, policymakers strive to quantify these benefits and costs ahead of time. In the case of emerging technologies, however, this is exceedingly difficult. The most significant benefits and costs of AI regulation are likely to be unknown unknowns, which cannot be quantified. The question thus becomes, how should policymakers act in the face of uncertainty? One approach, encapsulated in the precautionary principle, is to prioritize safety at all costs. The principle supports placing stringent limitations on potentially hazardous technologies. The problem with this approach is that it does not place sufficient weight on the risks and opportunity costs of not using a technology. Prosocial AI applications could, for example, deliver unprecedented economic and scientific gains. More importantly, the precautionary principle fails to recognize that both regulatory action and regulatory inaction can be costly. For example, just as government intervention dramatically accelerated the development of COVID-19 vaccines, government intervention could spur much-needed innovation to improve the safety of high-risk AI systems. At the same time, regulatory intervention can sometimes backfire, leading to undesirable unintended consequences. For example, public health researchers found that some pandemic lockdowns caused inadvertent harm by reducing access to healthcare services. Similarly, the imposition of onerous restrictions on AI could hinder progress in developing tools that improve the technology's safety and social impact. An alternative approach to confronting technological uncertainty is known as the Maximin Principle, which involves designing regulations that specifically address catastrophic risks. According to Cass Sunstein, who offers the most detailed exploration of the principle, Maximin instructs regulators to choose the policy with the best worst-case outcome. While Sunstein observes that the Maximin principle is generally an inappropriate guide for crafting public policy, he suggests that the principle is vital in some scenarios. Specifically, the principle is a useful guide in cases of Nidian uncertainty, where potential risks cannot be assigned probabilities and conventional cost-benefit analysis cannot be undertaken, as is common in climate change, pandemics, and emerging technologies. Given the inherent uncertainty around the risks, 
and benefits from AI, policymakers will need to act with humility. Neither regulatory action nor inaction is safe by default. Instead, policymakers should, in weighing the benefits and costs of governance strategies, focus on the overarching priority, protecting society from algorithmic black swans. Conclusion The transformative impact of AI is only beginning to be felt. Eager to capture the benefits of the technology and combat the associated risks, policymakers in the United States and Europe are busy designing a host of new laws and policies that will shape the field in the coming decades. These initiatives, however, overlook perhaps the most consequential challenge facing the governance of AI, mitigating large-scale societal harms. Without intervention, the risk of algorithmic black swans will compound as automated systems are deployed more widely and entrusted to perform increasingly important societal functions. Policymakers have a responsibility to anticipate and mitigate these risks. As in pandemic preparedness, no single intervention will suffice. Even a diverse portfolio of regulatory strategies may ultimately fail. This, however, does not undermine the case for preparing as best we can. Policymakers should get to work.